Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest, Passion for Sustainability, began in the late 1980s when she conducted extensive energy modeling for the Federal National Energy Conservation Council Policies AEC program, AECT program. A registered mechanical engineer with more than 20 years of design experience, she is internationally internationally known as an expert in sustainability. Please welcome Brenda Mora, Vice President of North America Integrated Environmental Solutions. Brenda, welcome to the show. Thanks, Peggy. I appreciate you having me on. So, Brenda, I'm so excited because when we talk about green building, it's so important for the construction industry to really understand that. And I think you know it better than anyone because you've had such an impressive background working for the federal National Energy Conservation Council, developing policy programs. You, you, you talk about sustainability, so you get it. Let's walk us through why we really want to get the construction industry really developing greener buildings right now as we start looking at new buildings and retrofits. Let's talk about why green is really taking, you know, it's, it's really becoming at the forefront of everything we do. Well, and I think I think we need to go back, and if you think about it, we have um, buildings have such an in, environmental impact between um, the construction materials and the embodied energy, and then the operational energy. And so, I think what we have to do is remember that um, the cleanest energy is the energy that you don't use. Yet, we have to make sure that while we're improving efficiency, we don't compromise things like indoor air quality or occupant comfort and well-being. And so it becomes that balancing act. And I think that the most effective way of doing that is going from our siloed delivery mechanisms like we did, you know, the architect would design a building, um, the engineer would put the systems in, and then we would send drawings out, and the contractors would build it, and then they would occupy it. And now what we're seeing is in order to be more efficient and more effective, it's it's much more integrated performance. And I think that's why it's so important um, in the industry today, especially, you know, as as we all start to – we all speak different languages, and, and that's part of what I've been doing for years is helping each other understand what we're all talking about. So now, am I quoting you right? You said the cleanest energy is the energy we don't use. Is that, is that, did I quote that right? So Exactly. There, exactly. Yeah, There's and no it's greenhouse kind of gas emissions. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to say that. It, 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 it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek, but it's really kind of accurate if you think about it. But if we don't use it, how, how do we value it then? How do you put value on something you're not going to use? Well, I think that you have to look at... Um, how you would do it traditionally, and that gives you a certain uh, performance. And then, you know, we have a lot of tools out there now to help us be able to do what-if scenarios and and be able to say, hey, if we do this, what happens? If we do that, what happens? And it becomes a a useful tool for comparing different technologies. And you you have to use something, uh, a metric that people understand, you know, cost, or, you know, some people even talk about the number of cars we take off the, off the road or the equivalent greenhouse gas emissions. But, but it really does have to come back to cost. And, 
you know, how much are you spending to save and how do you value that? But how do you do that? I mean, let's realistically, because we talk about in this world today, everything's data, data, data. In construction, it used to be location, location, location. Now it's right. And now you're talking about cost and value. So in an industry that, you know, we say this all the time on this show, it's about pennies. Everything in construction is about, Mm -hmm. you know, margins and how much we, we can save. So you are talking about something that means so much to the industry, it's cost. But it's what they can save on this. So if you're saying that we can build a more sustainable facility that can save them money and materials and developing a greener footprint that in the end is going to put more money in their pocket, how do we help this construction industry understand that if you're doing that, if you're retrofilling or building something new that's going to ultimately save you money, how does that resonate to anybody listening today? Well, I think there's different ways that you save money. You can save money in productivity, and or you can save money in first cost. You can save money in operational costs. And I think every um, entity that touches a building looks at the different pieces. And you have to speak the language that that particular um, segment is speaking. So if we're talking about people who are trying to define what the function of the building is, productivity might be, might be their, their key. If you're talking about a, con- a contractor who's actually out in the field trying to build a building within their budget, then it becomes how do we effectively spend those dollars and stay within your budget? So, you know, as we move through the process, that's where we, you know, get rid of those silos and try to, to speak the language that each entity needs to, needs to be concerned with. And that's part of what my job is, is if I'm talking to the contractor and we, we're trying to figure out um, the, the, the optimal performance of glazing systems or window systems or mechanical systems, you know, um, the most expensive might not be the best, nor might the cheapest be the worst. It depends on what those parameters are. So we can look at all of those things. And simulation is a key to that because we can do a lot of calculations in a short period of time that give us not just what the energy performance might be, but what might the thermal comfort be, what might the occupant experience look like, um, and those kinds of things. Is there certain simulation tools? Because we talk about that. We talk about modeling and simulation. Are there specific simulation tools that far exceed other ones that out there that, you know, because the contractor goes out there and goes, you know, there's a plethora of tools, you know, technology. Where do I begin? Are there some tools out there that you say just far exceed others that you really should be looking in simulation? Or you say, look, it's what best fits your specific construction operation is the best one to look at? What integrates with the other enterprise tools that you have that you can integrate into that best fits your operation? It's a a great question. And in in interest of disclosure, I do work for a firm who is largely a software firm, and we've written simulation software for exactly these things. And one of the things that we focus on is being able to use uh, a model to, to, to evaluate different characteristics. And one of, the, one of the things that's really cool is taking that model we're u- doing now and taking that model and using it throughout the life cycle of the building. And so it used to be that we would look at, you know, when I first started doing modeling, we would take a design that was already done and evaluate it and say, this is what we thought the performance was going to be. And now we're working w- very early on in, in the process and helping to understand mass, things like massing and skin and um, 
in internal loads and how those impact the performance. But what we're starting to see is, is the tools that are the most effective are the ones that are answering the questions that whoever's asking the questions answering their needs. So if I'm talking to a contractor, um, you know, I, I, I would probably have a conversation about, well, what, what is it that you need to be able to control within your process? I work on teams where the contractor is responsible for delivering a performance, and that performance has a certain number of square feet associated with it, a certain performance, and, and on also an energy performance. And in that case, they need to be using a tool that they, or, or consultants or folks who understand those um, types of simulations. If, the, if, they're, if they're only concerned with how the building is constructed, then you start to look at some, some different tools. So, um, again, I, I believe very strongly in, in the technology that we use because we do spend about 30% of our revenue doing research and development for where, where can we use these models in the future, not just one-off during the design process to, to figure out what the, what the performance is going to be. Besides looking at a specific technology, does a lot have to do with the experience of the staff that you have who are, have the ability to interpret and use the technology to its fullest? Because I think we're starting to run a multi-generational uh, staff in, in the field and at the job site, you know, it's, in yeah, the office, a- you know, kind of thing. That's a really, really great, uh, great point. And, you know, we go back to the old, and I'm older than 20 years of experience. I'm actually past 30 years now, but it's garbage in, garbage out. And, you know, we have a lot of programs out there that can do a lot of, but if we don't put the appropriate data in and also we don't understand what the ramifications of what's coming out mean, you know, I can do an analysis and I can, uh, you know, I'm an engineer, and so we we tend to take our calculations to multiple decimal points. But if I don't understand what the limitations are of my analysis, I might make a recommendation. You know, I might look at three different uh, curtain wall schemes, and they might all come within 1% or 2% of annual energy use. And I might think, well, the, there's one that's better, but the piece that I have to also understand is what is the limitation of that simulation? It, can, can I go to five decimal places, or am I really really just talking about plus or minus 5% and then being able to, and that is where experience and also, you know, the building science and not just understanding, um, you know, what's on paper, but what really happens in the field and making that connection between the mechanical contractor who's installing the pieces, the manufacturer of the equipment who's building the equipment, and then the person who's doing the commissioning, and then finally the folks who are doing the operation of the building, you know, all of those things, every single one of those people or entities have an impact on the success of of the building and whether, not just whether it's operating as it was designed, but even more importantly, we we make a lot of assumptions in design that may or may not be real. And it's, I think what, what we're starting to see is being able to take those buildings and saying, okay, well, we're not, we're, we're, we don't have 50 people. We got 80 Brenda, people. Brenda, we're out of time. I'm sorry to cut you off. But thanks for being with us from, you know, Brenda from IES. I hope you'll come back and talk to us soon, okay? Okay, thanks. Hey, have listen, a great day. We're out of time. Stick around. We've got more coming to you right here on the... The ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. We'll be right back right after this commercial break. 
Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner, the book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and eBooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. 